Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? What's going on? You sound kind of like you're in a chamber. Uh, oh, I'm sitting in the living room because it's like cooler. Is that better? If I if it's closer. Yeah, yeah it sounds good. Okay. Whew, all right. Well, should we get into what's been happening before we jump into OC? Absolutely. Um. Well, Raquel was photographed again. And she was seen leaving CVS and the caption or someone, I saw someone post something and they wrote seen at CVS picking up some fancy water bottles. And if you zoom in, it's core water. Like, is that fancy water? No, it's not. I mean, I just heard Spencer Pratt talking about the water he drinks, which is $25 a liter at Erewhon. So that's fancy water, not core water. I really want to try that $25 water. I do too. <laughs> like, I'm just so curious. Well, I mean, there's no air ones around us, so it would be okay, but I'd be afraid I'd like it too much. Like, remember um, Penta? I loved Penta water, but it was like $5 for a, like a normal bottle. <laughs> I, I do feel like I sound echoey in here. I'm going to move. I'm going to walk while I'm talking to you. I always bring one bottle camping so that I could have it for like my morning hangover and like reoxygenate. <laughs> Does that work? So, that that works really well, right? It actually did. I still really like it. I'm just, it's not that much anymore. I think it's like $3 a bottle. That's a lot. You know, if you're only drinking a bottle, fine, but you're supposed to be drinking like a gallon of water a day, so. Right. Can't afford that. So, okay. yeah, poor Raquel. Everyone's just like photographing and commenting on the dumbest shit. Yeah, and the core water was probably like two bottles for $3 or something. There was probably a deal in Walgreens it, it or wherever she was. Yeah, it always is. Yeah. Fancy water. <laughs> Um, I got two free waters at, where was it? The hotel or something. And it's in my car just now because I just got home. And I picked it up. And it, like, literally, like, crunched in my hand. And I'm like, this oh. is why I don't buy. Like, I don't like the 25-cent bottle of water because it crunches in your hand. But I also, you know, also like a deal. Ronnie likes to um, get those and she, like she'll crunch it like a like like over and over to where I have to I like rip it out of her hand and throw it you know <laughs> into the back of the car. Yeah, if you're not the one making the noise, it's so annoying. I mean, it's annoying anyways, but stuff like you know that what? stuff like that never used to bother me. But like, if even if like she hums while I'm trying to talk, I'm like st- like it interrupts my brainwave and like I I can't even function. Yeah. Oh. So Schwartz has a new girlfriend was seen holding hands with her. I saw that. That's interesting. So I guess that's a storyline outside of like the 15th. See you next Tuesdays. The uh, same scene at hotel Ziggy as last year. The same beach scene as last year. The same beach bar scene as last year. We've got Schwartz's girlfriend. We've got the water tasting. Very exciting. Top golf. Top golf. We've got, 
the Graham setup mm-hmm. story. We've got <laughs> some like backyard things at James' house. Well, you know, pool parties like they always mm-hmm. have, but at least it's a different location. It's at James's house. We've got Ariana and Lala not getting along. Lala hugging and smiling Sandoval. So I guess that's our next topic there. We already talked about this on the last podcast, right? On, you know, obviously we know they have to film together and we already went through this with the Sheena gate at Tahoe. But this one was a little different because she was like actively going in for a hug and smiling. So fans got really upset. And this is what we were talking about is like, the fans are feeling betrayed because they got us on this big bandwagon of finger pointing and like boycott this. Lala even says they were trying to incite people to just like ruin Schwartz and Sandy's by um, boycotting it. I mean, I know they didn't incite the vandalism that happened or like any, you know, when James was telling us to throw tomatoes at Sandoval, you know what I mean? Like they really incited the fan base and now the, and now the fan base are seeing pictures like this and they're feeling betrayed and upset. And then the cast is like, just watch the show. But it's like, then don't post pictures. I realize some pictures aren't posted by these guys themselves, but a lot of them are. You know, like the Logan Noah was posting all sorts of ones where we saw, you know, yes, I know the fangirl one in Tahoe was posted by the fangirl. I know the the beach one, I don't know, was that, I don't know where that originated. Was that just like a fan or was that in like Logan's story or somebody's story? I don't know where that originated either, but um <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I just, yeah. What what do they expect after Scandival? Like they, it was the. I I I, I don't even want to say. I'm just like they've taken the winds out, like the wind out of my sails. Yeah, they're getting. You don't want us to talk about it, then we won't. Yeah, you don't want us to talk about you or the show. Okay, well, there's not going to be much momentum then leading up to the premiere. No. Because already, people don't care. People are already like, I'm so over this. People are not showing up to the events like they used to. You know, careful what you wish for. Yeah. But, like, on the, like, I I have two theories about that. Um, One, I get it. Like, I'm sure it's, I, I would be so frustrated if I saw people saying things that weren't true or or whatever it was and like i think like the cast Taking members themselves yeah like they have a breaking point where they they lash out they have bad days where they they lose it you know so when Sheena was making comments all over like i wasn't like i don't know i, I think she just lost her cool yeah i mean and the first the first thing i saw was the one on our site and at first i read it as like she's directing and at us like she said something like leave stop making negative comments or something and I was no, like what? she said she said y'all need to stop making negative comments like as in like us and, and our caption said we discussed this on the last podcast that's all it said but i and have then if you uh, yeah. listen to the podcast we were very understanding and like hey look at there's lots of options here here's how people are feeling we did not condemn that photo at all isn't it? Isn't it kind of the exact same rule that she just like like that she wants to apply to her, which is watch the show. She should listen before she comments like that. 
Yeah, but then I noticed she was then... I think then, it, it was the other pages. I, she was activated just by everybody, like all the comments. Yeah, she was commenting on Pump Rules page. I know she's friends with that person. She was commenting on all the, over there and kind of, you know, fans were taking it as an attack. Then I reread her thing and I think she was talking to not us, but commenters. Yes, yes. Um, because everyone's like, wait, you know, they're so kind and loving to the cast but you Sheena they've had your back so much and so yeah everyone's like confused like what is she doing yeah but I think she's she's talking to the people that were leaving bad comments right right some comments were questioning it which I think is totally fine because people feel like left behind like we did all this we supported you guys and now you just turned and like everything's fine which I know it's not but that it's leaving people feel that way based on things like, but the, but the whole, the whole basis of her argument was very weak to me. Um, what she was arguing is that we should wait to watch the show and we should save our judgment and that we don't know, like, cause people were um, calling back the reunion and how harsh, you know, they were on that towards Sandoval or the lines that were drawn or even Lala calling him like a, um, Randall Emmett jr. Um, things like that, it, it really doesn't add up. Like, cause there is, she's trying to say like, that was only a couple weeks after, like that was all very raw and fresh. It's like, we are all very well aware of the timeline. Like you don't need to point that out to us. Like every single viewer that's still following you, we know. So it was just, to me, it was like a little insulting. Yeah. And it's just on top of the, like, Sandoval is being tolerated now. He's being invited and included. And whether that's production making him be there or the cast saying, yeah, you can come to the beach, I don't know. But with all of that, just just him being tolerated when Raquel, and granted, that's her choice. She did not come back. It just, you know, when you look at the reunion, what do they call Sandoval? Like, oh, you're a worm with a mustache. What do they call Raquel? Oh, I hope you... Fuck yourself with a cheese grater, you diabolical, sick, twisted, subhuman. Like, the, the insults were a little harsher. Yeah. You know? So let's let's just read, like, a couple of comments just to, like, get the feel out there. So um, this is what she commented. This is one of the first things she commented. She said, all these people saying they aren't going to watch this season from the photos that, that have been coming out like, come on. How about you watch the damn show and see how all the photos happened? No one knows what's actually happening in this group right now other than us. Nothing is fake in this group, and people are definitely paying for their actions. So, um, yeah. So there was another report of, like, they were filming at a bar and Sandoval's there and Ariana was crying and he was like flirting with girls at the bar. I mean, that would be very frustrating, frustrating to like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I guess we'll see. Um, speaking of Sandoval, remember at the very beginning we saw that scene and it looked like Sandoval and Lisa were arguing. It was like a heated discussion and like someone overheard like he was complaining about the pump sign being at Tom Tom. So now I guess we know why the pump sign was at Tom Tom. Yeah. 
that Pump is moving to the other half of Tom Tom, which is unfortunate because the other half is the better half. <laughs> and I guess it's not unfortunate either way. It'll be Pump or Tom Tom. But I can see like what's going to happen with, you know, she offered both Toms their money back or they would roll that investment over their profits and investment into the expansion of Tom Tom Lounge. So now do they lose that? Is she going to give them their money back? Is she going to allow them to be investors in Pump? I highly doubt that. Yeah. So I, that's probably what the argument was about, which is fair. Which I hope they show that. Like, that's incredibly interesting to me. Like, I normally don't like any of the business dealings with Lisa and the Toms because I'm just like, it's boring and it's it's the amount they have at stake is like very minimal. So it doesn't like affect me at all. But this I think is incredibly interesting. Well, and it shows what we all know about the shady business dealings and the way, you know, the rumors about how they run restaurants and how they handle their business, that the reputation isn't great. A lot right. of shadiness is out there, a lot of lawsuits, a lot of complaints, a lot of allegations. So this kind of just, it, it just seems a little like unscrupulous, a little cutthroat, a little backstabby. Well, perfectly legal, I'm sure. It just, you know. It will, once again, like it's, um, it's smart, like for all of the, for people who want to come and like experience everything to have two restaurants next door and sir, like, geez. So are we going to, are they going to close off the wall then? Or is it just going to be like, which are you going to? And like, you get, like there's different menus. Are they going to share the kitchen? I guess so. And that kitchen is like, like there's the stairs and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Confusing. Hmm. I didn't see that coming. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It makes sense why the, the sign was moved. Yeah. I was that, that whole, when that whole thing came out, I was like, huh? Why would they move the sign down? Yeah. So I saw today, interestingly enough, we have, them parting up at the canyon canopy hotel pool. They they did a couple birthday parties up there over the summer. They're up there now. Zach Wickham's there. We saw another picture of Zach Wickham with Janet and Jared and the other person on the spinoff show. Um, so Zach is also on the spinoff show with Jackson Brittany. Zach Wickham is Brittany's best friend from college from Kentucky. You saw him a little bit on Jackson, Brittany take Kentucky and you saw him a little bit on like season six and then the wedding season. He, I think he what wasn't he a, a bridesmaid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that for, you know, going really quick, going back to the Lala Sandoval hug. I'm kind of surprised that she didn't, that Sheena's the one who popped off about that and not Lala. Normally she gets on her IG live story and does like yeah. a story in bed with her blankie and like tells us all the F off. So True. the fact that she stayed silent, like I wonder what the hell. Um, I wonder if she'll go off on our podcast this week about it. Probably. And you know, she's it's going to be like, all you 
trolls better come correct because I'm going to shut you down. Yeah. You don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Like it's going to be aggressive. Well, and that's where, that's where I think that they need to be really careful because I don't think these people that are commenting are like, no one that commented hates Sheena. No one that commented hates Lala. Um, probably a lot of people hate Sandoval because they told us to. So, um, I, I just think the answer should have been softer and that the viewers are going to have to be guided on how to feel. And I think what Sheena's saying is watch the show. That's what the journey we're going to take you on. But like, you can't really fault people for seeing a photo and being like, Hey, like it just would have been better just to clear it up with like a nicer statement that still kept the fans engaged. Yep. So we've got some tea coming up. We're waiting on it. But I've, I've been hearing rumblings of this Vanity Fair article coming out about, we've heard different things. We heard one story and we're going to like sit on that until we have like more information and verification because it's very touchy and disturbing. But now I've heard this Vanity Fair article is about Raquel and Leah McSweeney. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Teaming up with... Well, it said Leah, so everyone kind of assumed her. Teaming up with Bethany on, like, the mental health of it all with the Bravo lawsuits and things like that, or potential lawsuits and um, this, you know, crusade that Bethany's leading. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see when, when it comes out. But that's what I've been hearing more recently is, like, this Vanity Fair article that's coming out is about Raquel. Yeah, I, uh, I have definitely heard that too. Um, and I feel like we've, we've not to this magnitude, but we have been rocked by something like this in the past on Vanderpump Rules where we found out that editors were manipulating the way people were being shown and stuff like that. And definitely people were outraged. The cast member was outraged. Um, and it was a thing. So I don't see how this is any different. Like it's, you know, if someone, if they did manipulate something, then I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the reunion, the confessional she did a week later, that was a lot of pressure. Yeah. I, um, I think what's going to be difficult for people and like I it's difficult for me to wrap my head around it too is the actions that took place were I you know believe like of her own accord so you can't really excuse that away but um the hard part for the producers and editors is they still had to create a story from that they had to pick up cameras from that point and they then chose to continue the story so very much like The Bachelor and that show Unreal that portrayed the real behind-the-scenes life of The Bachelor, like in a spoof of it. But it was very, very real. Um, I feel like I, I was listening to uh, Carol Radzowell on Juicy Scoop, 
And because, you know, she was talking about these confessionals, they'll have you sit there for hours on end. And Heather kind of compared it to like the interrogation room where sometimes you confess because you're just so worn out. You just want out of that room. And Carol said, yes, it's very much like that where Carol got to the point of like, look, what do you want me to say? Just tell me what you want me to say and I'll say it. And I don't know how long Raquel was sitting there, but she clearly answered the question and then answered it again. And they were prodding her. They were like, really, Raquel, you, you know, you've already said a lot. You might as well say it all. Like they pushed her into saying the rest of the truth, you know? Right. She was trying not to. She was trying to hold that back because the last thing she had was the last threads of her relationship with Sandoval. And by saying the rest of the truth, she knew she was going to possibly burn that bridge and she'd be truly alone outside of like, you know, at, at least in this world. Um, and she didn't want to, but they really did push her. Well, and then I just kind of picture and like, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know how people are going to take going down this road or how they're going to take the article when it comes out. But just imagine like you yourself did something shitty, you know, you did something shitty. Everyone, I don't think anyone can throw a rock at it. Like you, everyone has done something right. Um, and then you have a producer in your ear, you know, cause they each have like someone assigned to them, a showrunner that is saying, look, like this is going to help you to like, they obviously had to get her to a comfort level where she was okay. And that's where I think possibly it crosses the line where were they really looking out the, for the best thing for her? Um, you know, how was she really mentally? Was it really bad? Did they know it? I, I don't know. Yeah. And I think that I think that's like just like the definition of reality TV, though. So to me, that's difficult to like really draw that line because that really is the best sort of reality TV, which is disgusting yeah. on our part that we view that. But it's like when they get so raw and real, that's when it's like the best TV. But what happened with Raquel is it sent her, you know, it, it banished her from LA. Now she's like, like this I think is like very extreme because like, I just don't quite see like why she did that. You know what it's like. Hmm. The Hunger Games. Yes. And we're all the people in the Capitol like, oh, cheering on this sick behavior. Like, bring us more. We need more. You know, and then there's the sacrificial lamb. And this, this year's tribute would be Raquel. Um, you know, and her and Sandoval were the top two. To, like, I, I don't know. Well, I guess the opposite because they're not heroes. But the opposite. But you know what I mean? Like... It's like we're we're watching. We want it. We want all this stuff. But at the same time, when these things come up, it's like, oh no, we don't. We want them to be. And you I know, and I, I hope treated like, well. I, I guess like that's kind of like my hope that with this Vanity Fair, like I hope that it's written well enough that it doesn't cause people to be like so angry at her that like po I, not that I want people to like be like, oh poor Raquel, but I hope maybe that she's able to like kind of let us into where her headspace was and what she thought was going to happen or why she's not coming back or, you know, just something to like kind of mm -hmm. finish the, the circle. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Yeah. 
So I've also seen now the Salt Lake trailer. That looks good. Oh, I, I just saw like their promo photos, which were like amazing. Yeah, the trailer looks good. Southern Charm. I'm going to try to watch that tonight or tomorrow. I'm so excited. Oh, oh yeah, me too. Especially because like my kids are gone right now. I'm like, oh, I can watch whatever I want. Yeah, and it's all coming up now. Like uh, this is the greatest month ever because Sister Wives is about to start. And it's going to be an explosive season. And we've got like this 90 day last resort thing coming. But then the f- September 5th, Salt Lake, September 14th, Southern Charm. Like it's just, it's all happening. Yeah. It's going to take us through the difficult time as we wait for Vanderpump to start. Yes. That's good. Like we need a good distraction for sure. And as well as the rest of OC. So should we get into OC? Let's get into it. I, I, um, I've been seeing chatter about how amazing watch what Crappin's podcast was on this, because I guess they just like go off on Shannon's voice. Um, so I was like, shoot, like, how are we going to compare to that? But like, uh, like we can't. So I just like, I want to talk to you about it because this was like such a fun episode. Oh, well, it's just different podcasts. They No, I know. I know, but I was, very but, different. But like as I was like like preparing, I was just like, hmm. But yeah, then I was like, oh, yeah, it's different. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't I, I don't I didn't listen. So I, didn't, I don't I, have I, anything com- to bear. I didn't to. I didn't listen either cuz I didn't want to um So if I feel compelled to be like Shannon Bador, like yeah. I'm not imitating them because well, I don't I'm sure, I I'm sure every podcast is going to say that. I'm just they're funny at it, you know, like it's it's hilarious with their voices. Yeah, yeah they're they're always funny at that at that stuff. Yes. So okay, we talked about. Did we talk about it on the podcast or just? The opening scene of the dog montage is oh. just. I think I think we finished recording and then like I was like oh my god and about or maybe we were on the the microphone. I it, yeah, I think we were at the end of New York. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. But the, so the the scene opens and it they must have sent a text to all of them and said get your dogs out and wash them in like your beautiful tubs in your master bathroom. Like <sighs> I can't. And like. Does Shannon have four dogs or did they have like dog friends over? And then like, they're all in the pool and like, I'm fine with that, but I don't know four. So my friend had her friend over and she's got these big um, huskies, like Uh Alaskan huskies. And like, I was petting them and all of a sudden we were going to go to dinner. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I had to covered in her covered, but they also jumped into the pool and I thought, Oh my gosh, like I'm going to be swimming in like a giant film of That's so wet I I dog I actually thought that same exact exact thing as I was like Holly like and I was like am I being like too um what's the yeah. word? bougie to be like I don't want to get like like I don't, I don't want to go underwater and go Pseh, and then have a hair stuck in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and just like where their paws have been and their when they go to the bath, did they clean everything properly? You know what I mean? Like, I know dogs are very clean, but just where you swim. And I guess it's, you wouldn't think twice if you're in a lake, right? I but, mean, pools are just, are, are probably to, like, are gross anyways. You know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. For, it, it would just hit different when there's like 
oh my god, there's four dogs there that are gonna jump in. I'm like, I, I took the girls to a like a pool where there was like a ton of people, and I all like I I I couldn't even look. It's like one of the it's like part of childhood that you swim with like a bunch of people, right? But like as I was looking, I was just like, huh, like it's 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 a lot. I've done this. Like remember that one time? Did you come with? We went to the Hard Rock in San Diego, and yes, I looked out my window. Because the whole thing was, let's go to do the pool during the day. And I looked down. I was like, nope, no, <laughs> not going in that Remember, re- Remember when we were, I think we were at the Venetian and we went into like yep. the VIP area. And um, they're like, and we sat down. They're like, those chairs are for VIP. Like They're like, you have to pay for those. Oh, it's how. Yeah. And we're like, oh, like, we'll just go into the water. That's fine. And like, we went to like put our toe in. And like the film that was on the water was like... <laughs> You had to just like, oh. Yeah, so I haven't gone. Um, I mean, I did. Ex- did I go in the water? No, I actually didn't go in the water this last trip. But last time I was there, it was the same thing. And I, I went out. First of all, couldn't find a chair. And then I'm like, well, I'll just go in the pool. I saw like people hanging out on the side. Like there was no chairs. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'll just go in the pool, I guess. Like, you know, these other people. And then I looked, I'm like, I literally couldn't find like a four by four inch square to even stand in. And I'm looking around at the people and everyone's sweating ew, and ew. drunk, like, and smelly. And yeah. um, just, I, I was like, I, I tr- can't. I, I can't. know. I try, I try to tell myself that it's just sunscreen that's making that film, but I think it's sweat, <laughs> sunscreen, and just like, I, 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 I can't, I can't. Yeah, and beer and like. Yeah, I'm not talking like the people aren't gross. It's just sometimes it, they are. Like it's okay to say that I think sometimes they are. But you know, it's just it could be like a really hot guy, but he's sweating and he's he smells like beer and body odor and sweat and suntan lotion and 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 then you picture that all melting into the water and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so the so the dog scene like it it was it, it they wasted like a, probably a minute and a half of like I I don't there's there's no way they washed their own dog so it was a ridiculous scene to me. <laughs> so then we have Tamara and Eddie moving, and I was gonna say like times really are hard. They don't even have movers, but at the same time, I was impressed they're doing it themselves. Yeah, me too. Well, and they like sold most everything out of there, so there probably wasn't that much. Yeah. So Tamara's saying she's excited because she needs Eddie away in an office because he's irritating her. Like I get and, that. Yeah, when you get down to the chewing noises, you you're long gone. Or it, yeah, it's just like seeing like whoever just like tinker around, not doing anything. Like it'll just get on your nerves. Yeah, for sure. So I, I like that. I think that will be really good. Like, even if it's just an office space where he takes care of whatever until, you know, his, you know, he said he would just wants to like relax and like, you know, think of his next idea. I think that's great. Yeah. So then we have Gina and Heather over at one of your favorite places, Rogers Gardens. Oh, I, I screamed when that came on and I was like, oh, I, I, I can't wait for fall there. Like, it's one of my favorites for sure. <laughs> Shannon's concern. Oh, wait, sorry, really quick. Um, uh-huh. My mother-in-law the other day dropped that she went to that restaurant over there. Um, it's called, like, Farmhouse or something. Like, I've never even been there. Like, the housewives have filmed there a ton. And um, I was like, you went I there? 
Now like, she goes to restaurants. I thought she was still secluding herself. Me too. Uh, me too. And then she's like, oh, like, you know, Jonathan goes there all the time. I'm like, okay, well, shit. <laughs> God. You and your, is, she buy, is she buying core water too? Yeah. Fancy. So, yeah. When she come over to my house, it's like, let's get KFC. So I'm like, so you like, <laughs> we do like farm fresh over at um, Roger's Garden, but over here we do KFC. So cool. You know, I'm actually really, um, that's interesting you say that because I've never heard you say anything but Carl's. So it's nice to, nice to hear you switch it up with some KFC. <laughs> <laughs> like when it comes to like having the, the, that side of the family over, I swear you always say, well, we just got Carl's or we brought Carl's over. They brought Carl's over. Oh, they, they, yeah, no, they, they haven't, maybe like way back in the day or something, but gosh, no, we haven't had Carl's and I've actually like, I've actually been thinking about the junior Western cheeseburger and do you know how much they are though now? Like they're like $9. <laughs> yeah. Because I went, what did I buy? Bought something. And I was like, excuse me. Me too. Oh, Oh, when I went through, you know, before we podcasted, I was like starving, sending eating all day, and I don't like McDonald's, so I don't go. I will get the Happy Meals or whatever. But I got something that I thought was ninety nine cents, and then I thought the fries were ninety nine cents, and they're like, okay, ten ninety one. Oh, it, like, it's it, yeah, it's ridiculous. And then the Happy Meals, you get two Happy Meals, the smaller one, the four piece. Yes, I always get the like smaller one, twelve ninety eight or some shit. Yeah. And then, so on my way back from, uh, 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 what do you call it? Vegas. I just got it in my head. I wanted like the soft serve ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to stop at the Dairy Queen in Barstow. And I just had it all set. And then I go in and I was like, oh, I forgot about all these other things they have, you know, like Sundays and like. That's why, like, yeah, not to refer over to Crappy Lake, but when they were, like, excited to go to Dairy Queen, I was like, have you ever looked at the menu? There's a lot of fun things on that menu. So I went back to my childhood memory. I'm like, I remember as a kid, I used to get the peanut buster parfait. So I'm like, just do it. I'm going to do it. Do it. Yeah. Nostalgia's sake. Um, A, it was, like, way too big and way too many peanuts. And they were whole peanuts. I was, like, (laughs) sucking off the ice cream. Not halves? And then, no, whole peanuts. And I was spitting out the peanuts because there's too many of them. But you know how much that was? $11. Stop it. I was like, excuse me? I thought like a little, maybe that was like six. Like a, a turtle sundae is like three fifty nine, and a cone is like a dollar. I'm like, $11? No, I the, the girls wanted wiener schnitzel the other day. Like they wanted a corn dog and chili cheese fries. I, I got two corn dogs two chili cheese fries. I don't know what, like what it was, my exact order, but it, they're like, that'll be $26. I'm like, what? <laughs> like we got four items. That's just crazy. God. It's not cheap. You can actually go to like chilies or whatever and get yeah. cheaper shit. You can actually walk into the grocery store and get a whole box for that. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. But some, like the whole McDonald's or Carl's thing, it's like sometimes you're so ravenous because either you thought you were going to eat somewhere and you don't, and then it's like you've waited all yeah. day, it's gone too far, and like things are not going good and you've got to eat. And I swear to God, the, what I lived off my entire life is Sabine and Cheese Burrito at Taco Bell. When I first moved to California, they were at 59 cents. And then when I, if I like 
recycled enough cans, I'd spring and add sour cream or guacamole. And so it'd be like 89 cents. <laughs> and then it went up to the 99 cent menu. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. It's still a really good deal. I got one recently and I swear to God, it was like $6. I was like, this is supposed to be 99 cents. Oh my God. It's not the deluxe one. It's not the seven layer. It's just the yeah, simple one. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember um, doing that with like cans and stuff to get gas when it was like 59 cents and 79 cents. I'd be like, okay, like here's like three gallons. Like I'm good to get to work for a couple of days. That's how, yeah, dude. All right, so Shannon is concerned that Gina is lamenting too much about her marriage from three years ago and that she thinks Travis has to be bothered. Um, So, yeah, she's kind of meddling into Gina's business. So they're all meddling in each other's, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, But Heather thinks that Shannon meddling into Gina's and being judgy about like that is just her deflecting her own relationship issues. I mean, I, I think that that is a true statement, but I think it's true about every single one of them. Um, not I just, mean, not just Shannon. And Heather basically kind of already supported that theory earlier in the season by saying like, you shouldn't talk to Travis about these things. So th- this is the first episode where, um, Heather's hypocrisy didn't piss me off because, a lot of her arguments this time I thought were like, okay. And like, even though everyone was still trying to point the finger at her to me, it wasn't like, I wasn't like annoyed. Yeah. Because just because like it was so black and white that like, you know, what Shannon was doing was like, that was the real story. I don't really care about what Heather does anymore. Mm-hmm. She sure is like, Lisa Vanderpump, though, like, she cannot take any criticism of any shape or form no. or be called out for anything. Um, okay. So, um, okay, Heather and Gina both say that Shannon talks about other relationships but not her own. And if you uh, bring it up, Shannon freaks out even after – Shannon has confided shared concerns. I mean, that's true, but also Heather doesn't talk about her marriage issues either. She makes it all picture perfect. And when someone does potentially bring something up, she literally puts her hand in front of the Mm -hmm, camera mm -hmm. and says, stop filming, you know? Yes. So I, I mean, I, I'm thinking maybe why it doesn't bother me what Shannon and Heather do. Even like, I mean, their theory of how they're protecting their loves, loved ones doesn't bother me because I probably would try to do that too and probably try to portray that everything's fine. Um, but I totally get what everyone's saying. Like, you can't – it's just not fair. You have to, like, say something. And I feel like the things that she has said are so concerning that it makes it sound like she's, like – a scared child to have John hear anything negative about the relationship or she's like, Oh God, John's yeah. gonna, you know, he's going to be so mad. Like, it's like, yeah. what, like, 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 what do you mean? Like, like a beaten dog. Yes. You raise your hand and they cower. Like if I, I would never, like if I shared something about Chad that he probably wouldn't want me to, I don't think my reaction would be like, Oh no. Like, I, I don't want to know what's coming to me from Chad. Like I, he, right? we would probably have a conversation and he would be like, can you please not do that next time? But he would never 
Like, yeah. I, I'm not scared of him. Yeah, it's alarming. I mean, we find out later why it, it probably is alarming. Yeah. Uh, but right now we don't see that because he seems pretty chill. I've met him in person at BravoCon and he was very doting and attentive and just hanging back and very chill. So I was surprised when I heard some of the things that we'll talk about when we get there later. Right, in the episode. right. But. And like, I really like Shannon. Like, I, I know not everyone feels like that. And sometimes she gets like super annoying. But for the most part, like, I think she's relatable and funny and, um, yeah. you know, and, and this is, I, I, I kind of get why all of her friends are raising concern because the way that she's protecting this and the things she's saying don't match with like who she is. So it, it is alarming. The word is alarming. Yeah. Like she doesn't, she's not trying to stir anybody's pot. She's not trying to gossip, but she's also, we were talking about this. She's so kind of like, we feel like she was pampered and babied maybe her whole life that it doesn't occur to her other people have problems or issues or like, you know, it's just all about hers. And she's not narcissistic in the sense like of a Sandoval where it's like ill intent and devious. She's not. She's just, I think she was just raised kind of like as a little princess mm -hmm. and is a little um, uh, immune to realizing everybody has those issues. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. I think that it's like Shannon's world and she's willing to listen to other things but I don't think anything really penetrates like that little bubble of her world. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like when Tamara would say she'd call at two in the morning and talk for 90 minutes, like the unself awareness of, Oh, did I wake you up? Oh, am I affecting your, with your children and your husband? And, yes. uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Moving over. We have Jen's friend Taylor from Oklahoma visit and they show her like grilling Ryan and he's like, no, I want to marry her within 12 months. And, you know, but it's all Jen still has to get divorced and everything. And they kind of made it seem like, Oh, this Taylor's going to really give Jen the, the real deal and be like, look, just take your time. Don't rush into anything. But instead she's like, well, he's hot. He's a real catch. I believe him. I think you need to nap him up. And I was like, Whoa. Okay, so I had, like, a couple of feelings about this. A, like, I hope this doesn't come off as insulting because I do not mean it that way at all. But I loved that her friend was, like, so normal-looking. And, like, yeah, she... Dress. Yeah, like, it, it, you know, here she's, like, coming on camera and everything. She didn't go and, like, change her whole self to, like, she just came, like, how she is. And, um... And yeah, like, so I also felt the same way. I was like, okay, like, I'm going to listen to like what her friend says. Like, obviously her friend will have her best interest at heart. And then when she came out saying like, he's hot, like, you got to do it. You got to go for it. I was like, huh? Yeah. And it's Jen then that's the one saying, that's look, I don't have to be she's married. She's the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I, why can't we just be how we are? And I'm like, well, that, listen to yourself then, because that's great advice. <laughs> it's her family sounds weird because... Remember they were like mad at her and almost disowning her because she was divorcing Will and then Will works for them and Will, who's a Southern California born and raised boy, moved to Oklahoma to stay working for her family. But now 
they're like, but if you get divorced, he's out. And it's like, well, which is it? Do you like Will or do you like Jen? Or like, that's kind of shady. And if they're getting along, why shouldn't you still get along? If he's doing his job, fine. So Jen doesn't necessarily want to rush the divorce because she doesn't want her the father of her children to be jobless. Yeah. You know, which is it, sweet. I like that they have that friendship. Yeah. The, uh, makes, I don't know. Her family seems probably like they're really controlling. And like, uh, like listening to this from the outside, like it's so easy for me to judge and be like, she needs to just, you know, like really, I think what it is is she needs to decide what she wants to do and then like take ownership of that in this group. And then obviously like to the outer circle of her life too, meaning her family, meaning him, but she needs to put her foot down and decide what she wants and then stick to that. And, um, I feel like, you know. I tell my like family stories and I'm sure everyone's yelling that through this thing thing too. It's like, yeah, just like you have to do what you want to do. That's it. Yeah. Well, I thought this was a little funny scene of Adeline not knowing what suntan pantyhose are. And she's like, you mean tights? Tights? She's like, no, pantyhose. See, this is like, these are the, 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 sometimes Shannon's little skits like this, like, I'll be like, oh my God. Like, she'll like take it to, where she's like, why is this refrigerator, why does this keep falling out? It's like, stop pulling it like that. That's why. (laughs) Or fix, like, put the mayo back. Like, stop letting it fall out. Put it behind something. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, it's kind of sad that pantyhose have like really, left us like remember the fun aisles at like Rite Aid where there was all the different like canisters or like the eggs yes the scrunchy ones and the eggs I actually was at Target looking for them in fact taking it one step even further I was looking for the grandma ones that just come up to your knees what yes why because I knew I was going to the Venetian that has the giant tub and I like to take my oatmeal and you put it in the, the stocking, nylon stocking, and then you knot the stocking on the end over and put it over the bathtub. You're and do, you have this You were going to do a DIY, like, bath bomb? Oh, it's it's the best, like, oatmeal bath you'll ever have. You Your skin is so soft and silky. It's amazing. But you have to have the nylon, and you can't buy them anymore. <laughs> Maybe that can be what we will sell. <laughs> I have I have taken, like, old tights <laughs> and, like, cut them to create. But it's not the same. It needs to really needs to be a nylon. <laughs> but they're oh impossible God. to find. The Target doesn't have them. So, yes, I think I'm going to have to go to, like, Rite Aid, not even, like, a CVS. Uh, we need more of an archaic type of drugstore. Yeah. I go to Rite Aid all the time because that's, like, where my um, prescriptions are. But now now I'm going to go look because even, like, their, their makeup area is, like, a little outdated. Like, they have this stuff, but it's a little, like, off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like a little more bargain basement. Yes, I mean, there's yes. always clearance stuff in there that's fantastic. It's like, yes, the clearance is, a, I go yeah. straight for the clearance. I mean, like I, I found some stuff, great deals. Christmas stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's why I go there. I went to, T- I went to TJ Maxx today. You guys, they have the cutest fall stuff. If you want to make something for the kids, like right now is the time to go like they have the cutest like little squishies like if you were just gonna make a little basket or something oh my god they have the cutest stuff 
Mm. Yeah. So all the um, and I'm like, see, I was always like a summer girl where I I hated the back to school stuff. I hated fall. And now as I am older, I'm like, I love it. Like, I cannot wait. Like, all I'm thinking of is like the cooler weather, making chili, the fall things, apple picking. Like, I, I love it. Yeah, I'm a little sick of the heat. Yeah. I was like, I should go to the pool. And I'm like, why? I'm like, well, get tanner. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do you care? Why do you need to get tan? Well, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Because we, we, look, we look really pretty with a glow. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just really quick. Any of my summer I turned pretty friends in here. Like, I screamed at the last episode. Really? Yes. All right. Have, have, have you start? Can you start it? Yeah, I have to catch up on my because I was gone. I still have the Bachelorette to watch. I'm so yeah. I will just I, I you know, at the, up. at this point, like just wait and like and it will be like such a beautiful binge for you. Binge, yes, yes. Yeah, I I did. I was doing some binging and then you know like that. You asked me about the idol and. Yes, um, yes. A lot of the things. Oh, Succession. And I'm like, mm, you know, I just wouldn't, uh, it's not something I think is worth worth it. But especially Succession, which was like several seasons. And I just, oh, I liked people, it. People swear by that one. No, I liked it. But because of the hype, I thought it was going to be like top, top tier on the edge of my seat. Like for me, what I consider like the best binge of my life was House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Those were like cream of the crop. So I was expecting to feel that way. And I just never got there. I liked it. but Did, I kept- you, did you ever watch the, um, what's it called? The, the one where she plays like chess? No. A queen Gamut or something? I don't watch any of those Stassi type shows. No. Oh, that's not Stassi like. It's very good. You know, it's any like the English queen and the period no, it, it's, it's it's like it's very smart and like a very well done. I I personally think I've actually heard. I think maybe Michaela said that too. Someone else I've heard that a few times. You would because I'm turned off by that stuff, and they're like, "No, it's not like no." That. You would really like it. I'm telling you. All right. So yeah. Oh, you've got a lot of stuff to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Need more weekend. Need more time. All right. So now everyone starts to dress up. Vicky's going to go as Vicky, which was a good choice because she does it well. I think this party it was so smart, and like I can't believe have, yeah. have they done this before? Because it is like on any reality show. Because the, they the, should brilliant. They should. Vanderpump should do it. Yes. Um, she lists her must 18 must haves in a man and I found it. He must have a boat and a job and find me funny and find me pretty and find me. It's <laughs> like half of them more about herself. Yes. But I, I loved seeing her when she was talking about her man. And I don't know if she was, I think it was on Andy Cohen. And he's like, Oh, so you're real. Your love tank is full. She's like, of course it is. She's like, look at him. And then like zoomed in. It's like, he looks like a grandpa, but it's cute because she's super into it. So you're happy for her. Yeah. But I. not really. I just. Yeah. And I feel like these sort of parties, they only work if everyone commits. And 
you know, because like you can't just have one person that's funny or one person that goes all out. And so I really appreciated that most of them went all out. Yeah, Taylor was, Tamara would have been so easy. All she had to do was like get one of those t-shirts with like a, a bikini body on the front and just be like, I'm Tamara. <laughs> You know, cause and, she's always and carry like a, like a big barbell. Um, yeah, just you could have like there's so many things for her. Yes. So that so. It, it, she didn't even wear it like bright colors. Right. I felt yeah. bad. I actually felt bad for Tamara because I feel like it's like want 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 like it's like if someone someone got you and like they're like sorry I couldn't think of anything. It's like really like <laughs> you couldn't think of anything. Yeah, and Taylor probably needed like a big cotton candy thing. Whoever played Taylor, yes. Jen played Taylor. I mean, hers were good with the lips and the cat thing, but it was pretty like mm, the deck. That's where we go, right? In Laguna Beach. Yes, yes, on it top is. of that uh-huh. Spanish hotel. Um, but she could have had like cotton candy or. Oh God, I was just okay. Yeah, nope, not going to say that. I, I was like. What else is she famous for in this image? Can you, I'm like, yeah, no. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to let it cross my mind, too. Um, but what – I really just think Tamara just stole the show. Um, Shannon yeah. was really funny, too. Um, Gina is still spiraling about Shannon. She's tweeting up a storm. She's Instagramming about how it was the worst time of her life. She's so proud of herself for making it through this, like – trauma that she went through and I'm not undermining her trauma but I'm like it's just a joke she wore she was making fun of like an infamous season you had with this horrible hair tracks well it's it's her most iconic look like what look was she gonna do when she's looking good like what a little strappy dress with a bunch of jewelry on and a bob not funny to come no. as, she's like why she could have come looking as me now it's like but that's not fun or funny no and she's done nothing funny like <laughs> since that like and like you, you've got to you've got to be able to laugh at yourself otherwise like what what's happening yeah and you know what she was the one she shows up as emily and she's she goes what did she say i had to grow several sizes it was something like i would have taken what? As, like yeah, she said it. I I wrote it down. Um, ba ba ba. What's her name? Gina. Show her ass, Emily. Gina. Okay, Gina comes in as Emily carrying a tray of snacks. <gasps> <laughs> and then she goes, "Yeah, I had to like grow a whole body to you know to be Emily." See, that's that's ridiculous. And, like, I feel like a, another way to, like, make fun of, um, like, let's say, like, I get it. Like, sometimes I look at pictures of myself and I'm like, ooh, like, that wasn't my best era or whatever. But, like, again, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. And, like, that is, like, who you were at a point. Like, why would you put yourself down like that? Like, it just, to me, that just shows, like, there's some issues going on there. Yeah, I thought it was rude. That's yeah, very rude. Was was Gina wearing like the tight black pants? Yep. And like her, yeah, she, like a little. She stuffed her butt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But like you don't, you say, 
I had to fill out my booty or something. Sure. So, then so, you're making fun of your flat ass. But to say she had to grow a body, that's rude. So did they so did she want someone to show up and be like, sorry, I'm not as small as you, but this is the best I could do. You know what I mean? Like that it seems like that's what she was fishing for. Yeah. I thought Emily st- Emily's little mannerisms of Shannon is so hilarious. Like first she like stumbles in like all frazzled like <laughs> Shannon does. And then did you notice at the table when they're sitting there and um they were talking about something racy like sex or something and dildos or something. I don't know. And Emily as Shannon, she like takes her her hands up to her face, like straight hands. And it's like, you know, waving them. Oh, oh, gosh, gosh. Oh, we can't talk about this. You know, because she's too conservative. Yes, like yes. she did it perfectly. I'm like, that is exactly what Shannon would do. <laughs> Where Shannon's kind of smirking underneath their hands and she's waving her hands. 100. Like she likes it, but she doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> and she was so good. And then she had, um, spanks on with like lemons all over them. So she nailed the spanks, she nailed the lemons, and she nailed the blazer. Yeah. If you, if, if right now they had to dismiss a housewife off of this um, cast and it was between Emily and Gina, who would you save? Oh, a- Emily, for sure. Me too. Gina doesn't bring anything or add anything. And you know, you know what Gina brings that I like? And it's kind of the same with Shannon. Sometimes it can be too much where I like roll my eyes a little bit, but I also really appreciate that she's a pretty good peacemaker. And when people get like super upset, she, it kind of can get in their face and calm them down a little bit. And she says like, she's calming. I don't, uh, and yeah. She she receives like when Heather, confronted her with her issues like she receives things well and then she could make a little funny remark in her confessional like I do like her and sometimes I think she's funny but all she's been doing is kind of like stirring the pot I in a way I feel like it's to make sure she keeps her job and stays relevant but like Emily also stirs the pot and like kind of like owns it more and so we don't need both of you and Tamara to bring the issue to head you know what uh, I mean? yes so is she's expendable to me i don't mm-hmm. want her fired i like her same but if i had to choose yes i i that's exactly where i sit too mm. so then vicky wheeled in a keg that was okay fun. that was um have you ever done a keg stand no me neither i've um, done other things with kegs um like shotgun and through like the funnel i i don't think i've ever even taken a drop out of a keg for anything, just because you know I, I don't like beer, but I was so impressed. <laughs> like we it was, would have, it was hilarious. We would have keggers in the cornfields, and that is like no joke. That is straight up what we did. And I remember this one time, I was there and I had my beer. I think I went to get another one, and this guy in my class, he's like, "Oh, I'll get it for you." And it was really dark because it's a cornfield. I'm like, "Oh, okay, thank you." Um, so he pours it, hands it to me, and I'm drinking it, and I feel like this big, like, <clears throat> against my, like, mouth and what nose. What was it? He put a frog in it. <gasps> I die. I still, like, every reunion, I'm like, you motherfucker. Oh. oh I think I did something to him at one of the reunions, too. My. I was like, here you go. Here's your drink. <laughs> There's that a little is x sh- in there. That is nope. straight out of a movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, I- 
drinking a beer. Like I had had a couple sips and then I think I was getting towards like this, the bottom and half. It, it slopped up to your mouth? Because I had to um, hold the, the glass up because it was getting low further up. And that's when it like hit my face. Oh my God. I, I Did you scream? Yes. I was horrified. Did, um, did one of these like little gatherings ever get written up in the beacon? Oh, busted all the time. Yeah. And then anyone that got busted. Oh, and if you commit any crime, you are in the beacon. If you, <laughs> you know, Holly Borkis was pulled over by the gas station for reckless driving or Holly Burke has got a DUI <gasps> out of that. Oh. Any, oh, if you like Holly Burke has was caught uh, stealing a Hershey candy bar at the grocery store. I'm, Anything. I mean, I named. feel, I feel like that would make me buy the newspaper to read like the gossip. Oh, everybody does. It's the police report and they go and sit around like and have coffee, like the older people, you know, like the grandpas and they all all have coffee and they read the police report and they're like, you know, that, you know, that Eltoff kid, he's no good. You know, he was just busted (laughs) recently for, oh, it's just constant. He's no good. (laughs) Yeah. You know the names in the town. Oh, oh, he's a, well, well, let's just use some generic ones. Like Like, he's a foster. Right. The Johnson boy, ooh, watch yeah. out! Oh my gosh, that my dad would hire like some people that had very—I don't want to even say questionable past, but like, like, le- like legitimate past. And yeah. I was like, I don't think you should, you know, hire this person. They've been known to do this, or they did this. And, you know, like the one guy like stabbed a bicyclist coming through town. You know, like it's not great. It's not good. And he's like, uh, everyone deserves a second chance, and. Maybe he just needs a job. And, and I'm like, okay, but I don't see this working out very well. And, like, I was usually right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm the skeptic, and he was the optimist. And, um, yeah, it ends up like, oh, this one stole all the tools, or this one did that. And, you know. Oh, boy. But, you know, I guess it's better to be a person that gives people chances. Than... Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, I'll, well, well, Clearly, okay. you have not read the Beacon lately because you would know the police report section. I yeah. have one for here for you. It's an old one, but I'll bring it. Okay. Um, can we talk about um, Emily's trip with her um, friend that uh, at the boutique in this episode? Wait, was it Emily? What, gee, wait, who am I talking about? I'm having a stroke. Um, um, the, the girl, like she was talking to someone who was incarcerated, who said that she was innocent and the time that she lost with her children was, um, you know, like extremely hard. And Emily bought her like two dresses and took her to lunch. Oh, you know what? I I probably, did you watch that on Peacock? Yeah. I, I only watch Peacock. Yeah. Okay, I watched Bravo, so I missed that. That must be an extra. Okay, so scene. okay, so let me tell you. So she, there, they are filming like in a boutique, and she's with this friend of hers, and she explains like she became. I forget how she said she became friends, but anyways, this um, woman came home and found her boyfriend murdered, and they put her up on charges with like there was like no. Um, evidence at the crime scene that she was there like there was no dna of hers on him but she went to jail i think for like almost nine years um paying for a crime that she you know said that she didn't do and it was kind of like a full circle moment because um emily was like kind of reflecting and saying like god like 
I don't even realize, like, this life that I lead and, like, I, like, complain about my children or, or if I'm doing things right and, like, this woman, like, didn't, like, she did not get to raise her children and, like, I have the opportunity to be with my kids all the time. And, um, so it was just cool. Like, she obviously is, like, advocating for this woman and it was just, like, it was cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's too bad they had to... Well, it seems like most people watch Peacock now, so hopefully people saw that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go rewatch and watch it. On yeah, Peacock. yeah, it was cool. So I I mean I definitely thought um, Tamara obviously had one of the best you know spot on like her cheekbones the the champs and the money gun and the fancy pants and the wig was just great. But what I didn't like, nor did Heather like, it's like we were just talking about this like. Every episode, Tamara has to show her ass or her crotch, and here we go again. She's showing her ass. Yeah, she ass. she got out of character when she did that, and yeah, it was like a little frustrating. And I think Heather was really trying to play along and like be a good sport. Like I really, and I it must have been difficult because Tamara is so in your face about everything, and then she takes it to that level where you know it's like. Come on. And it just gets so old. Like, it's not funny anymore. Like, I'm not offended. I don't care. Show no. I, it's I, just like, you think you're so crazy. It's like, but you're not because it's, that's the one thing we can count on every week. I think it has to be the people, the producers and that are like egging her on because I, I just, I don't see, it's, it's not the, the ladies, like, they're not, they're not like, take it off, Tamara, and so it must be that they, she must do something, and they say it's funny, and yeah. then it just makes it in. Yeah. <laughs> Every week. Yes. I'm also irritated, I'm like, I'm really over all the charcuteries, can we get some real food? Like, I'd like to see, like, a crock pot of Little Smokies or something, or, like, a casserole sitting out, some fried chicken. I freaking love Little Smokies. <laughs> See, that's making me think of fall again now, too. Like, like, first of all, like this whole episode, now I've been thinking of Taco Bell. And now I'm thinking <laughs> of Little Smokies. And, like, I, again, because, like, um, Ronnie's at a birthday party and Chad and Daisy are, like, killing t- I'm like, oh, my God, can I eat a meal, like, by myself? Like, this would be so amazing. <laughs> well, and, like, Vicky loves a good casserole, remember? Nobody even brought me a casserole. Well, I did feel bad, though, when they made that comment about, like, the charcuterie display, like, not being substance, like, an, enough food. That probably costs, like, a grand. And, oh yeah. you know, and it's like you could, like, put a plate together, but, like, the bottom line is it's true. It's like it really isn't enough to fill. If you did, it's, if I was filming there, I would 100% drive through somewhere on the way home because I, you know, was like trying well, to. All that stuff is good, but it doesn't fill you up or you get sick of it. And it's great for all the keto people out there. But I, my problem is there's so much waste. Like they're all beautiful, mm-hmm. but they, the, who's going to pick up the like star wedged out pomegranate and like eat or, it? Like, or like the honeycombs. Uh, yes. Who's going to eat these things that are just there for and, and, and then they're wasted? I've been to parties at my girlfriend's house and like we've bagged it up and like they're like, take some home. But like my kids yeah. might eat like a few of the grapes, but I, I really like get a little nervous about eating like the salami or something when it sat out all night. You know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I have like, I always kind of have a little bit of a like hoarder waste issue, but like yes. my friend had a thing and there was like these two huge ones. She barely had any Ziplocs. I mean, it was so, it was probably, yeah, like a thousand bucks. 
And I just couldn't, and there were so many good cheeses and meats and fruits and and I was like bagging up as much and as it's I beautiful. possibly can. Yeah, it's yes. so beautiful. It's it's more it's one hundred percent for the photos. Like that's what it's for. It was just so wasteful. You know what? And- you know what I would have like I if I if I was hosting that like off to the side like maybe like where they don't have to be on camera or something. I would have like grilled chicken like cut up like ready to go or like you know some sort of like protein or like veggies that like really fit like something that like a piece of pita bread and some hummus, like something that you can really shove in there to get the, your hunger to go away. Yeah. So in addition to camera, I was showing her ass here. I thought this is a fun, interesting scene of Vicky taking your top off. Now, a, I want to note, I think she looks great, but what a hypocrite. She's like the queen of prudeness. Like when she was with Steve Lodge, she's like, I don't do that. I'm not stripping down. That's not appropriate. We don't do that. It's like she just like, whips her top off. I'm like, my Vicky, how and then and, and then she mentions like this is going to embarrass my kids. It's like then don't do it, dude. Um, <laughs> I did think she looked incredible though. Not that that makes a difference, but like even like when she was doing her keg stand and like her top was going up. Like if that happened to me on camera, I would be absolutely mortified. She looked great, and like her boobs looked great too. Yeah, remember she did the one um, selfie, mirror selfie, and like accidentally yes. caught her like yes. naked nipple. <laughs> yes, and didn't Tamara have to call her and be like, "Take that down." Yes. <laughs> so speaking of nipples, would you take that dare or whatever? What, what were they playing like drink or or do the dare? And Taylor, they're like, "We dare you to lick." Emily's nipple and Emily like whipped her boob out immediately and Taylor went in and licked it. <laughs> okay. So I, <laughs> <laughs> We're both like puke emoji. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking I like, I put myself in that position and I feel like if cameras were up, if I was trying to show off oh and, and if I didn't want to like take a shot or something, I might've done it. Oh, I might've just like, just like, what? I'm not playing that game with you. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been Emily. Like, here you go. <laughs> and then, and then, but, but then the flip side, the other side of my brain is like, I feel like I would probably be really sweaty. Emily was probably really sweaty. Like, I, I don't, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. I mean, it's like nothing wrong with it. If that's what you're into. Taylor is bisexual. So for her, I'm sure she's like, cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, just people are not like us. Like they're touchy and, oh, and then and well, and then I, not. I also feel like I wouldn't want to like humiliate Emily and be like gross. Like I would want to just like you know I would just like I'd probably just yeah. I would probably do it and then like cry on the way home or something. That's like um, very Midwestern nice of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, someone, okay. someone said something like, um, I think I saw it on TikTok or something and they were saying like the person who is like always like smiling and saying yes is like probably one of the most tortured people, you know, so and I, stress. Yeah, yes, yeah, and I, Kayla. yes. And I feel like that's me. Like I, I, like if someone asked me to do something, I normally all, like, I will say yes, even if I'm like miserable, like I, I just, I'd rather smile and like be agreeable than ever not. 
I want to say I've gotten to the place in life like Jedi Lions where I'm just like, no, I have an event. And that event might be me laying on my couch watching Lifetime or in her case, decorating a tree. But unfortunately, I'm all talk and no walk because I just did that with the the Uber. And I was telling the story. I'm like, I specifically got, you know, because, you know, our, our dear little friend did not drive me to the airport because her hangover was too bad. You know, I was oh. very upset about that. Yes. But I'll call you an Uber. I'm like, I'll get my own. And I decided I wanted a nice one because I just decided that's what I'm right. going to do. Yeah. And so I got like the the locks or whatever. And this Mercedes showed up. But I even put on there extra cold and quiet because you could select that option. Yes, yes. Like, don't talk to me. And Because um, I didn't want to get car sick. That's, I don't like Ubers and Lyfts mostly because I get car sick. And if I talk... I get more car sick. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. If it, and if it's also like not cold, which a lot of those, they try to save their gas by not having the air on. That's the triple fact. So I'm very susceptible to car sickness. So that's why it's not that I'm that much of an asshole and won't talk to you. But so I put that on there and I get in and the first thing the guy's like, okay, it says extra cold and a quiet. He's like, did you mean to say that? You wanted a quiet mode? No talking. Did you mean that? So instantly I feel like an asshole because I'm like, yes, driver, I, I meant it. Yeah. So, of course, I puts out and be like, huh? Oh, it does? Oh, I, gosh, I don't even know how to do that. Oh, no, it's fine. I totally puss out. Uh... <laughs> so I still have that, like, ingrained in my system. Yeah. Minnesota nice, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I'm also getting a little bit better, but like, I, I know I could do even better. <laughs> yeah. It feels so good too, though, when you do the, it does. the boundaries and be like, no, and like, you don't even bother to offer an explanation. You just leave it at no and make people wonder. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Shannon is mad because she's like, I'll have to tell him. I'll have to tell John and he'll be irate about people saying stuff. It's like, at this point, no one said anything specific, right? So just tell him, hey, one of the times we were in a fight, I I just felt like I needed some support and love. And so, you know, I, I, I confided in Heather a little bit that like, I didn't feel like you were as invested as me. Like, What's the problem with that? You know, that's what or, friends are yeah. for. Or I also feel like sometimes, like, when, like, you've had a little bit to drink, like, that's what friends are for when you word vomit a little bit. Like, it's always, like, kind of embarrassing the next day when you say, like, a little too much and you're like, shit. Like, now, you know, everyone's going to feel a certain way about whatever I said. You know, it's like, I, I think you've got to give your friends a little bit of grace in that area. Yeah. So we, we, you know, later on we we find out why, but going in order here, the next thing I have is Heather deflecting. Like, I felt like you, I, I, I felt like, I'm like, Heather is right. Um, because everyone else is talking to, it's not just Heather, right? Yes. But she's like the, def, she's deflecting. She's like the master debater. Um, and then when she's like, Tell, yells at Emily to stand down. It's like, oh, 
And then uh. I think it's just like also the way she fights that like just turns me off so much. Like when she gets her hands wagging and her face just gets like so yes. harsh. It I think it reminds me pointy. of like my mom yelling at me and it it triggers me. Like I don't yeah. I don't like the demeanor change. It's like, which are you? Are you nice, fun Heather, or are you gonna turn like to the villain? Because it feels like very villain to me. It's a bit like, yeah, she does the finger shaking. And the thing is, it's always, it usually works because most of the women are, they're either intimidated by her or they're not quick enough or sharp enough. To right. Like and she, she's her. very good. She's very good at shutting it down very quickly. But I would even argue that, um, you know, like as obviously is like very pointed at Shannon for not being open and all of that. But like Heather is worse. She really is. Like, yeah about guarding her her relationship and her family yeah but i did kind of like i'm like you're gonna tell emily to stand down because emily is the only one there that is quick enough and sharp enough to rival heather yes she like i mean she she's got the the great memory she's got my memory you know she remembers like she compiles her sources, she's got her receipts, she remembers exactly what happened, what was said and where. Like remember when like she's telling Shannon and Shannon's like, No, I didn't tell you anything since twenty twenty and she's like, Yes, it was two months ago we were at Javier's and you specifically said this, 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 this and I'm like, Oh my god, that is shit I do and most of you guys hate it because I don't forget shit. But it's also useful sometimes. Mm-hmm. And in this case it's working it works great for Emily to go head to head with Heather because they're, you know, it's giving, it's like when Ariana first was so magical against Stassi. It's like no one had been able to do that to Stassi. Yes. And when she's just left with her jaw open, you know, and it's like, Oh, (laughs) here we go. Yeah. So Shanna's just defiant. She's like, I am so in love. No one knows anything, anything about my relationship. This is my real life, my real life. And runs off and starts yelling at production. This is my real life. And I'm like, this is everybody's real life. Like everybody has a partner or a husband or most of them, if not all of them, like it's not just about, you know, I, I actually like liked that they, this, this breaking of the fourth wall was, Oh, chef's kiss because I loved that they kept that in. And I loved that it showed her running to production like, kind of for protection, like, we said we weren't going to talk about this. Like, how dare you? This is, yeah. my, like, and that, to me, like, just made it that much more real. And, and yeah, the the thing that she was yelling, I, like, I, I was, like, hold on. Like, Shannon, <laughs> you, of course it's your real life. Like, what are you hiding? Well, so she doesn't think that she told Emily anything. She can't remember the Javier's thing. And. Oh, sorry. It, when Emily told her, no, a couple months ago at Javier's, you told me this. And Shannon looked like shell-shocked and like panicked. But then I, I like that. I Emily, love that. That Emily says, you know, she said the thing about she didn't feel John was as invested in the relationship. She goes, but I'm not going to divulge all the details. I thought that was very classy because then we pan over to Heather who Heather wasn't going to either until I think they Shannon pissed her off and she divulged all the details in her confessional. Yeah. Which not so classy Heather, but it was kind of like a, a Camille 
Taylor Armstrong thing where like, and now we said it. Yes. You know, because the, she said he never sleeps over. He, Shannon pays for everything, which is interesting because I thought he was like this big businessman. And he has to have some money to, you know, where he lives. Um, they never do sleepovers. The family dynamic is not good, which we know now from the Tiki Hat in Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. Um, and that... None of it was, like, super surprising to me because just by, like, what we know about Shannon's house and family, like, alone, like, I don't quite judge him for not doing sleepovers and things like that. Like, it seems chaotic to me. Yeah, that's not the big... Like, the paying for... I could see where he'd be a rate because it looks like... It's going to make him look like not a man. He's right. going to look like a user like Brooks. Yes. I can see him being irate about that. But then when Emily chimed in and said that John has called Shannon fat and unattractive, that's where it took another turn. And I don't see why she would make that up. So he can't be mad if they said that. But... Because he said it. I don't know. I know. I. This is like, I, I kind of had a thought and... I don't know. Like, I feel like Shannon herself may talk about herself that way. You know, like when she gets frustrated, like trying clothes on or something. And and maybe right. he thought that it was okay to like, I mean, it's never okay. Like, I that makes me sad that Shannon would talk about herself like that too. But like, I don't know. I feel like we well, need like. you know she does. That's why she's always wearing three pairs of spades. Yes. She shouldn't, but that is the reality of Shannon. And, that's how she feels about herself. And so, like, I'm just wondering if, and it's horrible if he knows that that's her insecurity. And during a fight, if he was like, "Well, that does make you look fat," like that's really horrible. But yeah. but it also kind of seems like classic, like fight, and it's kind of it kind of describes what she was talking about. How she's like, every couple has fights. You know, it's like, yeah, they they because do. You don't- if he really thought that about her, why is he with her? Like, I in one scenario, and I'm not going to defend him, I'm just saying one scenario could be because she is very neurotic about her appearance. And if he, he may just be sick of hearing about it, he's like, fine, yeah, whatever. Keep telling yourself that. You're fat. You're unattractive. Because, like, if he truly felt that way and was, like, venomous about it, like, why are you with her? And, and and I could see like like uh, I'll use like myself as like an example. Like if I if Chad made a comment like that and like we were kind of like fighting and then I shared it with you and I'm like Chad Chad just said I was fat and that I look stupid going to this party. Like you would be like, "Oh my god, like that's ridiculous." You know, and like so now we're like mad about it, but like it I I don't know. Like I yeah. think and I I'm sure like I'm sure he's going to come out and be like, "No, I didn't" or whatever. I don't know. Also, she's been, like, her thinnest the last, like, since she's been with him, she's been, like, her thinnest. And I guess an argument could be she's her thinnest because of the pressure he puts on her. Maybe. Or he's, she's her thinnest and, and also very, you know, like, she just looks great. But maybe, yeah, maybe it's the pressure of from him or maybe. And then, like, also, like, there, there's been times where, like, I have told Chad where I'm, like, I'm going to, like, get healthy. Like, please don't let me do something that is going to, like, throw off all my hard work. And he will say, you know, he'll be like, do you want to make a different choice? (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, right now, Chad, I don't want you to to say that to me. I will make the choice, you know, and I'll yell back at him. But I just wonder, you know, there's, there's like, a lot of of scenarios that it could be. 
Shane did that to Emily, I think her first season. That's why everyone thought he was such an asshole. But he was just because I think it's Emily was always like, "Don't let me do it. Don't let me do it." And then like she, he'd always get fries and she'd go for him, and he'd be like, "Do you really want to do that?" And it came off to viewers as like him telling her. Yeah, I think he was making fun of her. Exactly the scenario you just. Yeah, said. yeah. I mean that like that will happen a lot, you know. Where I'm like, okay, Chad, I'll start tomorrow. Like, knock it, you know. Like, I'll just tell him. But um. Yeah, so and I, I mean, g- David Bedore did that to her. We saw him. We yeah. literally heard him say those kind of things to her. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's it's so well, and and I think this is like the most interesting. This is like the whole thing we were just talking about reality TV. Sometimes it gets like really dark, where it's like you know we're getting so deep that like may like we don't want to know what goes on behind closed doors because. Sometimes, you know, couples, like, do horrible things to each other, or it's, like, things that you wouldn't even tell your friend, you know? So, um, but the way the girls are acting is, like, they, to me, it seems like they are possibly insinuating that it's even going a step further than that. And to that, like, I am obviously, like, very concerned. And if he's ever, if he's saying anything to her, like, I hate that, too. Well, and that she keeps repeating this She's like, I have arguments with him that paralyze me. They paralyze me. I'm like, yes. Why is she saying that? Like, like if you're trying to plead your case to everyone, that's not it. That that sounds pretty extreme. And is it because like you're paralyzed by your love for him? Like it, it breaks you when like you, like, you know, when you fight and like each person storms off. So is she saying that like when, you know, he's not there, she's brought to her knees and like in a romantic way? Or is it like he just like, you know, annihilates her with his like mean comments? Like, which is it? Yeah. I just, I, I, I'm a little concerned because like, I hope obviously that she values herself, like that she knows that like she obviously doesn't need him if she doesn't want him. So, and and I, I, I hope she does. But she wants him. That's the problem. Right. So, and that's why they're still hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Now, do you think the way Tamara is overdoing and overusing her, like, I'm naked. Is Vicky overplaying the whoop it up. Whoop. Oh, boom. Let's whoop it up. It's, it's a little, it's her signature. But it's a little I feel bad for Vicky because she's trying to get back into the mix, clearly. And yeah. she's trying to, like, get in where she fits in. She's trying to get the laughs from us, like, the memeable moments. <laughs> um, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't not enjoy her. But, I like, you could have, like, plucked her out of the, this scene and I wouldn't have missed her. Yeah. True. What, what did you think about, like, their big filming tent? I know. I was like, quite a setup. Yeah. Like, um, you know, especially here in Orange County, I've seen the setups for, for, um, maybe I've seen the setups for, you know, selling OC for the housewives. And I have never seen them like set up shop in a giant tent. Yeah. Even Vanderpump. Never, never seen that. And yeah. And that was at her house. house was it at? It was at, oh my God, whose house was it? Was it Jen's? Jen, Jen's? Yeah. I think so. Well, maybe it was raining. Yeah, yeah, maybe, because it was fallish, so. 
All right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, but that was like an action-packed episode. I can't wait for the next one. And um, I can't wait to have a party like that one day. Yeah, I think that I love, like, I, I begged Holly and our friend Julia to write a roast for me for my birthday years ago. And they didn't. They refused. <laughs> I don't know if you were scared or you're just not talented. But I have no problem writing the roast. But and I'm like, please, please. And they didn't do it. I so was scared. At the same time, I would like a party like this is like a substitution for a roast. Like, let's do a you do me, I do you kind of thing. That would be fun. That would be really fun. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I, I feel like I, I feel like I could do it. Remember that one era and I <laughs> you came over and I had like the, <laughs> I dressed up. We'll, we'll say Teresa Judice, <laughs> but it also doubled as someone else. Oh, yes, yes. Pretty funny. Anyways, so oh, maybe I can find some. I no, mean, I like, like it. I'm also, and like both of my girls are like this now because I'm like psycho like this, but I love something to look forward to and something to like plan. It's like, it really just makes my whole time. So um, I love, I love planning and doing something like that. And yeah, maybe in Vegas I'll do that. <laughs> I'll yeah. be like, hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm like, Sarah will be out front if anyone wants to come meet up in Vegas. We'll do a little meetup. Come on over. I'll hug all of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I know we could do something. We have to do some kind of meetup sometime, too. Like, come as your favorite Vanderpump character. Yeah. Like an Eras tour. You know what I was thinking, too, is we could host in Vegas during BravoCon, like, a Vanderpump trivia or something. Like, we could just gather somewhere and, like, do, like, some sort of game or something. You know, we're good at that. Yeah. Well, that's my idea. Well, you know, what I – We have to host – Book and board game. Yeah. We have to host something Vanderpump for sure. And so many of our friends are coming, so we just need to figure out what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, and take over Vegas. Yep. So, you guys, again, message us. I know some of you have. Thank you very much. Message us if you're going to BravoCon so we can start making a list, and then then we could create a little subgroup or something so we can keep everyone informed, and then, like, we can have some kind of group thread or group, group place where we're like, okay here are the logistics. Let's all meet here at seven or 12 or whatever. And, you know, I don't know if we do two meetups because I don't know if we meet up during like an event, everyone's at like Andy Cohen or something. I don't know. We'll, well figure it, it out. It'll just be when fun too. If we, out. if we like, if we can just meet and then like, we'll see everybody in passing too. It's like so fun to be like, yes. what's up, you know, and also to help in line, like shout out to, you know, to Brian, like when he held that spot for us in line, like it was amazing. Not saying we're all going to cut or anything, but it just helps to have friends, you know? Yeah. And we'll be visible because we'll be wearing like branded shirts. So you guys can look for us. And then we also want to like bring stuff to people in the lines. Absolutely. <laughs> we should get like little snack stuff because remember how I couldn't get any food. It was such a nightmare. <gasps> That's could a have little branded snacks. Oh my God. I love that. Okay, yes. I'm gonna start working on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna start working on that. That'll be me and Ronnie will plan that 
I'll make it be an activity for her that she has to do. <laughs> also, Ronnie um, is going to make bracelets. You know how, like, at Taylor Swift, they trade bracelets? We'll trade okay. bracelets at BravoCon, too. It'll say Vanderpump Rules Party, like, all the little slogans. I'm going to make her make a ton of them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All Yay. right. Well, head over to our Patreon. Um, Holly put up the Ariana event videos, but she also put up videos of something about her. So if you want to see the latest and greatest status of something about her, and Holly did a whole tour of like where she thinks the seating could be or couldn't be, like what works, what doesn't, you can see inside and out. It's, yeah, it's and, just kind of interesting to see because they've been talking about it so much. So check it out. So go in our Patreon for that. Um, it's only $3 a month, and you get lots of bonus content, episodes, videos like she just did of events. And we've got a bunch of events coming this uh, month. So we always put our extra yeah, content there. Yeah, th this month is definitely going to be a good month to be in there because there's some stuff coming for sure down the pipe. Yeah, and I think just we'll just leave this something about her videos that you leave those in Patreon. Uh-huh. Yeah, for um, sure. Cool. Okay, awesome. All right. Okay, talk, talk to, to you later. Soon. Okay, bye. Bye.